the Love Life Church podcast and thank you for checking us out. We love God, love people, and love life, and we hope this message encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. It's so cool to hear God's word and God's heart for all of us to come to know who we are in Christ. Who we are in Christ. This is a game changer, right? You are made righteous. It's not about you. It's not about your right works that made you right with God. It's about the blood of Jesus. It's all about him. It's all about the blood of Jesus. It's all about the cross. And at the cross... Jesus, he took your sin, he took your list, all your nastiness, all those things that you're even thinking about, he took it. Man, he took it in the past for the future. There's no time with God. He took that, nailed it to the cross. So all those nasty things about yourself that you keep reminding yourself of, let it go. Let it go. Let it go and let God. Come on. God's got so much for us. This is the year to go beyond. And we're going to go beyond in our understanding of who we are. And that's the only way that we're going to be able to believe that our God is able. Do you believe that God is able to take you beyond in every area of your life? Not just your church life. Come on. We ain't no seat heaters in here. These seats don't need no heat. It's hot. I don't know why I'm wearing this sweater. Let's go, right? We don't need no seat heaters. We come to church so that we can have maximum development in every area of our life. What does God's word say about our everyday life? What does God's word say about our relationships? What does God's word say about our finances? What does God's word say about our health? Come on. What does God's word say? We need to learn from the word who we are and stop letting the world and the past tell us who we are by putting labels on us, by putting labels on who we are and what we've done. We are not who we, what we've done. We are in Christ Jesus. And we got to settle this foundation, be founded in love, right? We are made righteous. Y'all ready to jump in the word? Because I got some scriptures for you today. Get out your notebook, get out your iPad, get out your iPhone, get out your eyes, because God's got a word. Let's go. We're going to look into the word. We're going to dive into the word. Paul said in Titus 3, 4, but when the goodness, your goodness surrounds me. Come on, the goodness of God. That's what's drawing you in. Not the law, not the condemnation, not the guilt. Don't get it twisted. That's the enemy, right? He's the accuser. We get it twisted. We think that's religious. We think we're doing a good job when we're judging people. Woo! Put down the judgment. What is that? When you point in one finger, all those rest is looking at you. Given it to be given unto you. Judge not lest you be judged. Should we get into the word? Okay, all right, all right. But when the goodness and kindness of God, our Savior, and his love for mankind appeared in human form as the man Jesus Christ, God saved us. Come on. He had a plan from the beginning. He knew Adam would mess up. He knew that he would miss it. And he had a plan. It was Jesus. From the very beginning, he had a plan. Don't worry about Adam. We forgive Adam. Because let me tell you, you would have done the same thing. Uh-huh. Staring at Eve. Uh-huh. Yes. First of all, she had no clothes on. Uh-huh. Yes. Yes. 
Anyways, God save us all, right? God saved us, not because of any works of righteousness that we have done, but because of God's own compassion and mercy by the cleansing of the new birth, being spiritually born again, spiritually transformed, regenerated, right? And renewing by the Holy Spirit, whom God poured out richly upon us through Jesus Christ, our Savior, so that we would be justified, made free of guilt. Look at your neighbor and say, you are free of guilt. You are free of sin. Come on, free of guilt, free of sin by God's compassionate, undeserved grace, and that we would be acknowledged and accepted to God and made heirs of eternal life, actually experiencing it according to our confidence in God's word. How many are ready to actually experience salvation? All-inclusive. Actually experience, come on, healing, that all-inclusive. Actually experiencing God's life here on this earth. Freedom from sin, freedom from guilt, freedom from condemnation. Actually experiencing the power of the Holy Spirit. Actually experiencing the power of God. Actually experiencing love, what real love is. We cannot give each other that kind of love. God is love and God lives and dwells in you. You got all the love you could ever need right there. Tap in. Just fill your love cup up. Look through the Spirit. Look through the Spirit, right? Let's be confident in the Word of God and His precious promises for us. We got to be confident in the Word. We got to be confident in those promises, right? Actually experiencing salvation, that all-inclusive life. You got an all-inclusive ticket here on life. It doesn't matter what life has handed you. It doesn't matter where you were born. It doesn't matter your last name. It doesn't matter your family situation. It doesn't matter what side of the tracks you were born on. It doesn't matter if your parents are in prison. Your parents are living large and in charge. It doesn't matter. You have to choose for yourself. You got to choose God for yourself. You got to choose your future for yourself. You got to choose today who are you going to serve. As for me and my house, we are going to serve the Lord. We're going to put God first. He's going to be the center of our life. He's going to be the center of our focus. And let me tell you, when you put his kingdom first, he's going to be adding all those things to you. Let me tell you, we like things. Just girls? No, y'all guys like things too. Yeah, that's true. Guys like, guys think girls are expensive. Guys are like more expensive. Something guys like is like a truck, like a tractor, like a mower. And you're like, what? But that's true. Some of you girls, you'd be like, can I get a Vitamix? Can I get a juicer? Can I get it? Like, you're like, okay, calm down. Come on, we believe that our God is able, right? We believe that we are made righteous. We also believe that we are made rich. He became poor so that you and I could become made rich. Let's go. Y'all ready to dive in the truth of the word of God? Because his truth will set you free. Amen, right? Actually experiencing that all-inclusive life. Understanding that we are made righteous. It's so different to just know of something, but then to actually experience it. 
We don't just need to know of righteousness. We need to experience that right standing with God. That we run to the Father in the good times. We run to the Father in the bad times. We run to the Father because we know that we are in right standing with him. That we can run boldly to him in the time of need. We can run boldly to him in the time of chaos, when we don't have the answer, when we don't understand, but we trust in him. We trust in his word. You're made righteous. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You are an heir of God. Let me tell you, king's heirs don't be acting broke. King's heirs, right? They're heirs. They're children. They walk with that authority as the king. Why? Because they got the king's last name. They got the king's DNA. They may have the king's ring or whatever it is that the king has, and they walk in that authority. When you see people who have that, it's, it's, it's amazing to me to see um, just, uh, just I've been able to experience so many children, right? I've been serving here for 25 years this year, 25 years. So let me tell you, I've seen a couple generations of kids come up. It's crazy that when I've seen a kid in like toddler and they're like graduating college and like, I'm like, oh my gosh. So everybody's getting older but me. <laughs> Isn't that weird? You're like when you, anyways, whatever, it's not about me. But it's, it's awesome for me to see when you see a dad in the home and they walk in that authority, their children come up in that same, with that same attitude, with that same expectation. So my experience is, is with Daniel and Matthew. So Pastor Dan is like 6'3". He walks into a place. He takes authority of the situation. He's like, how are you doing this? Okay, where are we going to be seated? How did Like, it's just how he operates. And it's just funny to see the boys come up from kids to to teenagers, and they walk into the place, and they're like, okay, how are we doing? Where do we sign in? Is this where we go? And I'm like, they just walk in that authority as what? Their father. It's not about, like, are you able? Are you the age of? Do you? No. We, we, more is caught than taught. You are catching everything that your parents are doing. It's not that they're telling you, this is how you walk into the room. This is how you adjust. You, this is how you evaluate the situation. This is how you introduce yourself. This is how, no. That's what they do, and that's what you do. So we need to look into the word of God and see what our God does. Our Father does. And that's what we do. And you know how we, we look to Jesus? Because he was here on this earth. What was he doing? Preaching teaching and healing all. He was taking authority over, come on, over demons, over, he was over all who were oppressed by the devil. Jesus walking around. Can you imagine somebody oppressed? Can you imagine somebody walking around with the demon possessed? You know what's going to happen? You're going to run. You're going to be like, ah! If you saw somebody, man, because growing up in my life, I've seen many people on drugs, okay? Not including myself, <laughs> maybe a couple of times, but I've seen many people on drugs. Like there's a level of being on drugs and there's a level of being on drugs, okay? So it depends on who you are, you know what I'm talking about. And, and just like, <laughs> like, you're like, hey, listen up. It's just funny because this happened to me a few years ago. There was a lady, 
walking in the store, and she starts yelling at me, cussing at me. She's yelling at the pole, cussing at the pole, and just going crazy. And somebody's like, she's demon-possessed. And I'm like, she's on drugs. (laughs) Have you ever seen somebody on drugs in your life? No. That's what it looks like. But it didn't, I didn't run from it. I wasn't afraid. I wasn't scared. I just observed the situation, walked around, and, you know, she was pretty scrawny. So I was like, yeah, I could take her. <laughs> Anyways, you're made righteous. You got to reel that in. But I'm just saying, you got to walk in that same authority as, as God. But if you don't know who he is, you don't even know what you're looking to, then you're only going to operate in what you're earthly father has taught you you're only gonna if you had one you know that's a rarity in this day in this society in this age you're only gonna operate in the information that was given to you how you want to level up and go into God's level of operation his level of understanding the power of the Holy Spirit God lives inside of you it's time to level up to under to understand who we truly are in him we're God's kids let's act like his kids that's all I'm saying Let's level up and act like his kids. You are made righteous. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You are an heir of God and a joint heir with Christ. You are a new creation. You're a child of God. You are dearly loved by God. You are, right? And who's ready to go beyond an understanding of who you are in Christ? It's the year of going beyond. Let's go beyond in our understanding. Going beyond is not tied to your ability. It's not tied to your ability, it's tied to your belief. It's tied to your belief. It's tied 100% to your belief. Do you believe in Jesus? These are questions we gotta ask ourselves. Do I believe in Jesus or not? Do I believe that that power dwells inside of me or not? Do you believe that God is love? Do you believe that God is love? Do you believe that God is good? Do we, come on, do we believe? Do you believe that God is able? Do we believe, come on, do you believe that you are forgiven? Come on, we got to ask ourselves this time when we're in a hot mess, right? When there's no answer to the situation, when you're in a financial mess, you're in a relational mess, right? You're in all kind of mess. Do I believe that I'm forgiven? Do I believe that God is able? Do I believe in Jesus? Do I believe that I am healed? Do you believe that you are healed? Do you believe that you are made righteous? Come on, do you believe that you are made rich? Do you believe that you are an overcomer? Do you believe that you are loved by God? Do you believe? Jesus Jesus said in Matthew 9, 28, when he went into the house, the blind man came up to him and Jesus said to them, do you believe that I am able to do this? Do you believe that I am able to do this? They said to him, yes, Lord, come on. Then he touched their eyes saying, according to your faith, your trust, and your confidence in my power and my ability to heal, it'll be done for you. Jesus is asking us, do you believe I am able? Do you believe that I am able? Because it's according to your faith and his ability. It's according to your faith, right, and his power. We believe in Jesus. Let's go. We believe that God is love. We believe that God is good. We believe that God is able. Come on. We believe we are forgiven. We believe that we are healed. It doesn't matter the doctor's report. Come on. It doesn't matter the the symptoms that we see. We're not in denial, but we believe that we are healed. 
By the stripes of Jesus, we are healed. We believe that we are made righteous. No guilt, no shame, no condemnation. It doesn't matter. The enemy is the accuser. The enemy is the accuser, and he plays mind games. But we are not ignorant of his devices. We are not ignorant of his strategies. We're not ignorant, come on, of his schemes. He plays mind games. Level up. Level up. We believe that we are made rich. We believe that we are overcomers. Come on, by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. You're t- you are an overcomer. Get your message out. Share that message. Share your testimony. And if there's no test, it's just a moany. You wonder like, why these tests are happening to me? So you can have victory, right? So that you can have a testimony. So that you can testify that God is good, that he is love, that he is able, that you are made rich. Come on, we, that you are healed. Let's go. We believe we're overcomers. And we believe that we are dearly loved by God. What you believe, you become. And what you believe, you manifest. What you believe, you grow to be. Check your beliefs. Check your beliefs. The power of going beyond is activated by your belief. Your belief sets your expectation. Because that's what you believe, that's what you're expecting. That's what you believe, that's what you're expecting. And you're wondering why it it keeps happening. You wonder why your life is on repeat. Let's get it on repeat for the good. Victory to victory. Level to level. Come on. Line upon line. Let's go. Brick to brick. We're laying a foundation of God's love, God's healing, God's grace, God's mercy, God's plan, God's purpose, God's will. We're laying that foundation. So it doesn't matter what comes our way. We rise up. We rise to the occasion. Whatever comes our way, whatever storm, whatever, whatever life hands us, we rise to the occasion because we know that God is able, that he is love, that he is good. His mercy and kindness, right? Your belief sets your expectation. We are believing something good is going to happen today. Today, right now, come on, we believe in. Your belief system controls everything that you do. Change your belief system and you'll change everything that you do, right? Your breakthrough starts with a change of belief. What do you believe? We believe in Jesus. We believe God is love. We believe God is good. We believe in the power of the Holy Spirit, right? A change of belief system starts with renewing your mind to the word of God. Renewing your mind to the word of God. We've got to align our thinking, our belief system, and our philosophy of life with the word of God. Our belief system, our thinking, our attitude, our mannerism, our standards, our values right here, founded on the rock, founded on the word of God, founded on Jesus, founded on the love of God, right? Paul said in Romans 12, 2, do not allow this world to mold you into its own image. Instead, be transformed from the inside out by the renewing of your mind. As a result, you will be able to discern what God wills and whatever God finds good pleasing and complete. This world system 
is bankrupt of standards. It's bankrupt of values. It has none. And it is doing everything in its power to bring you down to its level of immaturity because it's bankrupt. It has nothing to offer you. It has nothing of value to give you, but it wants to bring you down to its level of immaturity, right? We live in a constant renewal and transformation, constant. This is every day. This is a daily choice. This is a daily discipline. This is a daily decision. We're in renewal every day of our soul, of our mind, of our will, of our emotions, of our personality, right? To be able to discern truth of the spirit, God's will, God's plan, God's purpose, for our everyday life. And that's what we all want. We want to know what's God's will today, right? I mean, when you're young, you want to know what's God's will. Who am I going to marry? And what am I going to be? And what, like, that's all fun. And, you know, I love that. I love that about being young. But let me tell you, you want to know what God's will is for your life today. You want to know what God's will for your life at every moment of your life. And we can be led by the spirit of God and know his will and to discern his truth as we level up and we grow in understanding and we renew our mind to the word of God, to the word of God, renewing our mind, our soul, right? Do not allow this world to mold you into its own image, right? That's why everybody looks alike. Everybody dresses alike. Everybody talks alike. Everybody got the same haircut. It's like once a new haircut comes, all the guys got the haircut. Once the new flat iron comes out, we all got the crimper. Once it, it's like we all look the same. When it's winged-eyed, cat-eyed, you know, fox-eyed, you know, what's new? The wolf cut, this cut, that cut. We all looking the same. It's like, what happened? Everybody got braces. Everybody's mouth's the same. Everybody's lip liner is the same. It's like you blink. It's like, who are you? What happened? We must have got caught up in the image of the world. I'm, have fun. Have fun. Do your fade. Do your thing, you know. But don't have the world system as your biggest influence. You can be inspired by fashion, but it's not who you are. It's not what you chase after, right? Don't allow this world to mold you to its own image. Be conformed to the image of Christ. Be conformed to the image of Christ. Paul said in Romans 8, 28, we are confident. Come on. We're not afraid. We are confident. Are you confident? Let's be confident. We are confident that God is able to orchestrate everything to work towards something good and beautiful when we love him and accept his invitation to live life according to his plan. From the distant past, his eternal love reached into the future. You see, he knew those who would be his one day. He knew who would choose him. And he chose them beforehand to be conformed to the image of his son. So that Jesus would be the firstborn of a new family of believers. All brothers and sisters, as for those he chose Beforehand, he called them to a different destiny so that they would experience what it means to be made right. That's in righteousness, that right standing with God and share in his glory. That's who we are. We are made righteous. We know that God's working everything together for our good. He went, he went from the distant past. His eternal love reached into the future 
calling your name, calling you by name, drawing you to him, drawing you to him, right? You were made righteous. You are the righteousness of God in Christ. You're an heir of God and a joint heir with Christ. You are a new creation. You're a child of God, right? You are dearly loved by God. And what this new creation reality, um, when this new creation reality becomes reality to you, because we can talk about the new creation, you needed to have that to be your reality, right? Not a reality star, reality TV. We're so confused. We don't even know what reality is, right? We got virtual world. You got game world. You got your, your Instagram world. Like, honey, you don't look like that. I'm sorry. Nobody looks like their Instagram. Nobody. Not one person. Like, I'm just sorry, but like, you just learn the angles, the skinny filter. Like, ain't nobody going to choose a fat filter. You know what I mean? Like, flawless. Like, you don't even have a pore. Let me tell you, these pores, pores are normal. That means you're human. That means you're human and you sweat and you got pores. It's like, all of a sudden, you're so blurred. You don't even have a nose anymore. It's like, where'd your nose go? It's just blurred out. It's, oh, because I just wanted to fix my pores. Like, anyways, it's like. Anybody else? Pores are real. Anybody else? Like, we all breathe, you know? And then when you take the picture, <gasps> but in real life, we see all angles of you. <laughs> anyway, that's for free in case you was confused. Don't be conformed to this world and its image of you, putting labels on you, trying to put you in a box. No, thanks. No. We're going to live our life free in Christ, right? When this new creation reality becomes reality to you, change flows from the inside out. When you start to truly see who you are in Christ, change flows from the inside out. You are a spirit. Look at your neighbor. Say, so you are a spirit. Not Casper. You're not a ghost. You're a spirit. You have a soul and you live in a body. Your spirit is the real you. Your spirit is made righteous, made holy, and set apart for God's purpose. Your soul is your mind, your will, your emotions, your personality, your conscience, which is in constant renewal and transformation to the real you, your spirit. So your soul is being renewed, being renewed, being renewed to the spirit, to the spirit, to the real you. Your body is your physical suit here on earth, and it is a follower. Look at your body. It's a follower. It is such a follower, right? It's spirit versus the flesh. Spirit versus the flesh. Your body's just going to follow whoever's in control. That's it. Like, we believe we're healed today. Woo! Your body will follow. You believe your life is love. Your body will follow. Your body will follow. Your body's a follower. So just remember that if you need to remind yourself. You know, feeling a little fluffy. Oh, you a follower. Come on, we got to level up in the spirit. Paul said in Romans 8, 5, For those who are living according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh, which gratify the body. But those who are living according to the spirit set their minds on the spiritual things of the spirit, God's will, his plan, and his purpose. Going beyond identifying, we got to go beyond identifying ourselves with just the natural, 
with just our body, right? What we see in the natural. Discover who you are in the mirror of God's word in Christ Jesus. Okay, so for everybody who's freezing, okay, guys, you can turn it down a little bit. (laughs) All the girls are like, sorry about that. I'm up here like, woo, feeling good. I got it. Come on, let's go beyond. Let's go up north. Let it snow. No, we got to go beyond just identifying what we see in the natural. We got to go beyond, right? Discover who you are in the mirror of God's word. Discover who you are right here in the word of God, right? Not just simply seeing who you are in the mirror. And this is what we do. We see ourselves in the mirror and we're like, oh, I'm Sasha, I'm this, I'm having this kind of day. Ooh, woke up like this. Yeah, we see ourselves in the mirror. We see ourselves according to our past. We see ourselves according to our family. We see ourselves according to our grades, according to our relationship, according to how much money we got in the bank, according to this. We just see ourselves, whatever we see in the natural. No. We're going beyond. We're going beyond. And we're going to start seeing ourselves in the word of God. We're going to look to the mirror of the word of God. This is how we're going to discover who we truly are. If you want to know what your spirit looks like, look to the mirror of the word. That's how we're going to find out what our spirit looks like. We look to the mirror of the word, right? Life, it's life changing. When God's word becomes the foundation of your whole life. Your whole, whole life. The foundation, right? This is a process. (laughs) Calm down. It's not going to happen. Like, it's a process. It's a process. It's a daily process of maturity, of growth. A daily choice. Believe in the word of God. Remember, your belief system, it, it, it affects how you see everything. Change your belief and you'll change who you are. Believe in the word, live in the word, act on the word, think on the word, meditate on the word, speak the word, speak the word. If you want to know what your spirit looks like, then you got to look to the mirror of the word of God, right? We all got challenges. We all got things that we face. And sometimes we don't know how to apply it. We don't know what, what does it look like to look to the word of God and Not just affirmations, not just speaking the scriptures, but how do I apply this in my everyday life? And years ago, I, well, all of you guys know, well, if you don't know, I've had health battles for years, right? I'm a walking miracle testimony that I'm even up here. And God's grace, God's mercy, and God's word is the only thing that I could hold on to. And the darkest nights and the darkest hours in the MRI, in the, you know, like all kinds of stuff. Like I'm not a fearful person, but in, until you, I'm not a claustrophobic person. But my first time in an MRI, I was thinking, oh my gosh. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then they said, if you just, I don't know if you know, it's like you're going into a spaceship. It's like you're going into a coffin, actually, is what you're going into. You lay down, and the lady says, um, here's an eject button. So if at any time you can't breathe and you have, I don't know, push this button, and we will eject you out of here. Something you're like, girl, you acting a bit much. Like, please, I'm not going to be needed to eject out of here. I have no fear. Like, I fear nothing. I'm over here with all this kind of health drama. I'm walking here like, I'm healed. Let's go. 
So I sit down and they take me back. I literally open my, my, my eyes and the thing was right here. And I was like, <laughs> and it's telling you, hold your breath, you count it. And I'm like, <gasps> for some reason, I thought that I would come out the other side. And like, I didn't think my head was going to be MRI'd, CAT scanned. I just thought like my body, you know? So I'm just thinking like, <laughs> get me out of here. <laughs> but in those moments is when you have to decide for yourself, do I believe in Jesus? Do I believe that I am healed? Do I believe in the word of God? Do I believe in the promises of God? I believe that they are yes and amen for my life, right? In those moments, you have to, so I would say in my darkest time in that space, in that, we're talking, guys, this was like a 15-year journey, you know? This is, that's a long time. Anybody? That's a long time. Some of you ain't even 15 years old. Like, that's a long journey, okay? Never once doubting. Never once blaming God. Never once knowing that I am healed. Said That is settled. But in that moment, I had to keep my mind focused on the word. Keep my mind focused on who God says that I was. I had to keep my mind focused, knowing that there's an enemy out there. What is he after? He's after the way, he's after my mind. He's after the way I think. And I know that he's got schemes. I know that he's got mind games. And I got to renew my mind. And so in that moment, this was in 2011 that I wrote this. In that moment, I decided for myself that I'm going to look to the word of God and I'm going to believe what God says. And I wrote this, I wrote this thing. This is the mirror that I would look to. And I do look to, and I choose every day. God loves me. I'm his beloved child, and he is well pleased with me. I love God. I love people, and I love my life. Let me tell you, I didn't feel it. Let me tell you, I've, I've been through that. I've been where some of you have been. Talking about you've been through anxiety, panic attacks, depression. You got all the, the, the medical print out that what are you doing alive? Why are you not on antidepressants? How do you get up? Like your levels are off. Why are you sitting here? Why are you happy? My, I had a doctor say, why are you happy? I'm like, I am happy. <laughs> I said, because I found God. I found people and I found purpose. She's like, well, you found something. She's like, you sure you're not taking something? Yeah, I'm taking the pill of the word of God every single day. Every single day. And I mean, this goes, it's, it's really, really long. But every day I put God first and at the center of my life. I'm a world changer who loves people and takes joy in promoting others. I can do whatever I need to do in life through Christ who strengthens me. Thanks be to God who always causes me to have the victory in Christ. I will not be offended by anyone or anything today. I am difficult to offend. I guard my mouth and tongue for my mouth will only speak life, love, and truth. My words are seeds that produce life and promote health to my body. My body operates in perfection just as God created to. God loves me unconditionally and I will not live in fear. I trust God completely. There is no need to worry, stress, or be anxious for anything. God meets all of my needs abundantly. God takes pleasure in my prosperity. I'm a big giver and a faithful tither. I live debt-free and I owe no man nothing but to love him. I'm content and emotionally stable. 
I pursue peace with God, myself, and others. I live in the present, and I take time to enjoy each moment. Guys, this thing goes on forever, forever and ever. Like, it just keeps going and going and going and going. But there's a moment in your life that you decide that you're going to look to the mirror of the Spirit and discover who you are in the Word of God. Not look to the mirror of your flesh. Because when you look to the flesh, you produce after the flesh. But when you look to the Spirit, you start producing the fruit of the Spirit in your everyday life. You start overcoming by the blood of the Lamb and the word of your testimony, right? God is able. No matter what happens, you got to choose your belief system. And there's a point where you draw the line, and my belief system is the word of God. And it doesn't matter what comes my way. What you behold, you become. Don't allow the world to mold you into its own image. The image of sickness. The image of poverty. The image of defeat. The image of failure. The image of depression. The image of oppression. Whatever the image it wants to give you. Do not allow yourself to be conformed to the image of this world. Be conformed to the image of Christ. Paul said in Colossians 2.11, in Christ you will also circumcise, just kidding, <laughs> with the circumcision not made of hands. <laughs> Sorry, that was a bad joke, right? But by the spiritual, look at your name and say spiritual, calm down, spiritual circumcision of Christ in the stripping off of the body of the flesh, the sinful, carnal nature, carnal nature, having been buried with him in baptism and raised with him to a new life through your faith in the working of God as displayed when he raised Christ from the dead. When you were dead in your sins and your uncircumcision of your flesh, the worldliness, manner of life, God made you alive together with Christ. God you made you alive together with Christ, having freely forgiven us all of our sins, having canceled out the certificate, that note that I was talking about, that certificate of debt consisting of legal demands which were in force against us and which were hostile to us. And this certificate he set aside and completely removed it by nailing it to the cross. When, we had, when he had disarmed the rulers and authorities. So when you see that demon possessed, oh, I'm like, oh, you ain't seen somebody on drugs? <laughs> this is what Jesus, this is what God did. When he had displayed... When he had disarmed the rulers and authorities, those supernatural forces of evil operating against us, he made a public spectacle, a public example of them, displaying them as captives, as his triumph victory, having succeeded over them through the cross. Through the cross, through the cross, we have the victory in Christ Jesus. We are more than conquerors. In Christ Jesus, right? We can do all things through Christ Jesus. Paul said in Galatians 2.20, I have been crucified with Christ. That is, in him I have shared his crucifixion. crucifixion. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. Christ lives in you. Look at your neighbor and say, Christ lives in you. Come on. Christ lives in you. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith. 
by adhering to and relying on and completely trusting in the Son of God, right, who loved me and gave himself up for me. When you change your belief system, you change how you do everything. You see yourself as a child of God. You see yourself as the body of Christ, the hands and feet of Jesus. You start seeing yourself as righteousness, that you can run boldly to the Father. You see yourself healed. You see yourself redeemed. You see yourself set free. You see yourself full of vision and purpose, fulfilling the will of God, fulfilling his destiny for your life, right? Change your belief system starts with renewing your mind to the word of God. we got to align our thinking Come on, we gotta align our belief system. We gotta, we gotta align it to the word of God. If not, we'll be conformed to the world, right? As Jesus is, so are we in this world. Not to, we don't have to wait till we get to heaven. As Jesus is, so are we in this world. First John 4 17. God is love. When we take up permanent residence in a life of love, we live in God. God lives in us. This way, love has the run of the house, becomes at home and mature in us so that we're free of worry on judgment day. Our standing in this world is identical with Christ. We have nothing to fear. We have nothing to worry about. Our standing in this world is identical with Christ. Come on. Let's renew our mind to who we truly are and look to the word to see who we are in the spirit. We're in Christ. There's no room in love for fear. Well-formed love drives out fear. Since fear is crippling. Come on, fear will paralyze you. You guys scared? You know, when Pastor Dan was talking on Sunday, how many of you guys received such a good word? That message was next level. You better put that message on repeat. You better know your enemy, have understanding. That's how you have the victory. But when he was talking about somebody who was scared of bugs, that's me. I have no fear. I am just like a fearless person. But for some reason, when it comes to bugs, okay, so this is why. You want to know why? You want me to tell you why? So back there, there's this big black spider. And I'm like, is that a black widow? Is that a black widow? I don't know if that's a black widow. But it looks like a black widow. And they're all playing and everybody's outside. And I'm all like, does anybody see that, that big spider on the wall? Like everybody, anybody care that there's a big spider on the wall? Nobody cared. So I go and I get the bug spray. And I'm like, somebody sprayed the spider. Like, okay. So Daniel or Matt, I don't remember which one. They grab it and they spray the spider. I'm way, way back here. Like, way and they just walk right up to it. And you want to know what I saw? A million baby spiders. It was the craziest thing in my whole life. She just went. And all the spiders like flew off of her back. And she went into a hole underneath the church. So that's why when I see a black spot on the carpet, I'm like. Think about that spider flicking all the babies. In them. Did anybody remember that day? Is it just me? My standing is identical with Christ. <laughs> Step on it. I can do all things that Christ brings me. And I ran. That's what I can do. Run. Run, Forrest, run. 
But man, I don't even, that information was good, but I just wanted to say, so I'm working on it. Because <laughs> there's no fear in love. God loves me. I don't need to be afraid of spider. I don't need to be afraid of black things on the floor. Like, you know, I mean, I grew up with cockroaches. I grew up like, we, we grew up in a hood. We run. <laughs> you see something moving, you run. You don't chase it, you run. <laughs> Them mice bite. Ah! Run. But that's the past, and we're going to forget the past, and God's got a new life for us. <laughs> I couldn't even tell you the last time I saw him out, so I don't even know why. There's nothing to fear, you know. <laughs> but at camp <laughs> with the kids <laughs> in the cabin, this was me with the flashlight. <laughs> and I got the purple light. And then I opened, the, I opened my sleeping bag. And then I jump in, zip. Oh, go to sleep, go to sleep. <laughs> but anyways, that was me by myself. Nobody saw me do that. But perfect love casts out fear. Seriously, like perfect love casts out fear. I don't need to be afraid of anything. We don't need to fear anything, right? We need to look to the spirit because in the spirit, we got the mind of Christ. We've got the faith of Christ. We are the body of Christ. We need a revelation of that information of who we are in the spirit, right? We have all that we need in Christ. We just got to discover what we already have in the spirit. Paul said in 1 Corinthians 6, 17, but the one who is united and joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. He also said in Galatians 4, 6, and because we are his children, God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, prompting us to call out, Abba, Father. Now we are no longer a slave, but God's own children. And since we are his children, God has made us his heirs, right? We got to settle these, as our, these scriptures as the foundation of our life of who we are in the spirit. We look to, the, if we want to know who we are, we got to look to the word. That's the mirror that we look to to discover who our spirit is. Paul said in 2 Corinthians 5.21, God made Christ who knew no sin to legally be sin on our behalf so that in him we would become the righteousness of God. That is, we would be made acceptable to him and placed in a right relationship with him by his gracious, loving kindness. Our firm foundation should be founded on the endless love of God and our right standing with him, right? It's so important that we come to know through personal experience the simplicity of Christ Jesus. It's not hard. It's not difficult for you to understand. It's simple. God loves you and you're in Christ Jesus, right? You're made righteous. You are the righteousness of God. Do you believe in Jesus? Yes, we do. Come on. Do you believe God is love? Do you believe that God is good and that he is able? Do you believe you're forgiven? Do you believe that you are healed, that you are made righteous, that you are an overcomer, right? Do you believe that you are dearly, dearly, dearly loved by God? He has a special plan and a purpose for you. Do you believe? Do you believe? If you're in here tonight 
and you haven't received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I would love to give you an opportunity to call on the name of Jesus. The Bible says that you believe in your heart, you confess with your mouth, and you shall be saved. So I want to give everybody the opportunity tonight to call on the name of Jesus and receive him as Lord, as Savior. That's the first step to becoming all you are called to be in him. Amen. Let's pray together. And online, let's pray. Say, Jesus, I believe in you. I ask you to save me and set me free. Thank you, Jesus, for this new life and all that you have for me. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen, amen, amen. And just like that, you enter into the family of God. Just call in on the name of Jesus and you shall be saved. If you're in here tonight and you receive Jesus for the first time, we have something for you. If you could please raise your hand. If you're online and you receive Jesus, we would love to connect with you. There's a I receive Jesus button. And if you get us your address, we would love to send you that same resource. I love you guys. I hope you guys receive something tonight. Amen. You were made righteous. Right? Have a good night and we will see you on Sunday. Love you guys. Thanks again for listening. To hear more encouraging messages just like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If you loved what you received, please consider rating it and sharing it with your friends and family. For more information about Love Life and getting connected with us, go to lovelife.church. We love you and are believing God's best for you. Thank you.